welcome back to a victorious who gives a hoot we've got me and super producer patrick tyler the best full in the business doing the podcast right now i'm uh i i was remote for the game i didn't get to watch it at 1912 with everybody pat what was your immediate reaction how was the how was 1912 how was the vibe you know, nineteen twelve wasn't bad. Um, there are about forty to fifty people there, all supporting Union Omaha. Uh, the crowd was vibing. We were vibing. Everything was great. Yeah. Um, we had a couple. We had a couple of technical hiccups going on, um, just because the internet went out a couple of times. But you know what? We That's- managed to watch the entire second half without any problems, and we saw the dub. So all. So so you just got all of the important parts, is what I'm hearing. That is exactly it. So let's get into it. I mean, two, zero, zero, first half, a lot of chances. Like I said in my Twitter video, a lot of chances, but nothing really kind of producing. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing really happening. And then Tucson had like one or two chances. How did you feel going into the second half? I felt great going into the second half. I mean, I, I, the first half went exactly how I thought it would. FC Tucson last year had a really great defense. Right, and like um, if you watch, if you and if you've watched all two Union Omaha games, it always feels like they come out not lethargic, but they come out slow. Like we have, it's been nil, 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 nil. It's like, let's get that firepower going. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. But I mean, I felt like even with FC Tucson, they brought the firepower. Out. Yeah, they just weren't able to really capitalize on any of the goal scoring opportunities. Yeah, and then right, I mean, then second half, then the second half hits, and I mean, right away firepower i mean hosworth obviously scored but it's like it was more than that it was then they scored and then they're like we want that other one right away we want that other one right away 11 minutes later vandecourt decker scored and then it was kind of just easy breezy uh, to, for the rest of the game and then the ball gets in the box easy get out and then vergen scores for tucson and it's 2-1 i mean what did you think about that second half? Very fast. Very, very fast. Very, That's what you very, want Very, very fast. And that is exactly what we want to see from this Union Omaha team. It's fast-paced, quick, efficient, get the goals, get out. Yeah. You know, I mean, unfortunately, I feel like I feel like there is a lot of disrespect from that FC Tucson goal that shouldn't have been there. Yeah. Like, if you, if you saw it, if you saw how it all went out, I mean, Rashid barely could see where the ball was placed because everything was right in front of him. Yeah, it's just and it little... just ended up going to the other side of the goal. You know, and that's like I mean, the one thing I love about hockey because those goals are so hard to block if you're a goalie because it like comes right. at him like so quickly. He never saw that ball until very late, and it was a poor clearance. And I'm sure Jay will talk about that, and I'm sure the boys will talk about it when they come. Well, I mean, they're not going to come home, but when they talk about it, they're going to be like, "Yeah, it was just poor clearance," and we got the three points. That's what matters. That's exactly what matters. We are now sitting second in the table. I was just what? See, that's a good transition, Pat. Because I was just going to say that, Pat. We're a brand new team. We're a brand new team. We're three games in, and look at us. Look at look look at us. Look at us. Who who would have ever thought? Not me. I, Not me. I mean, I would have. I <laughs> I would tell you confidently after. I mean, if you were if you were to tell me preseason before any of our games that we were going to be second in the table after week four, yeah, I'd call you crazy. I know, but it, I that's would call what, you crazy. That's what's so crazy about it because we're in a situation where we have yes, we have seven points and we're three points behind number one. Like we still have, we are still in a great situation where we have a goal differential of two. Greenville has, I think, four. We are still in the situation where. 
if everything goes right, you and me are going to be dressed up on Halloween as super fans going to a championship game. Like, absolutely. That's, I mean, that is a real, real possibility coming up. Yeah. And it's just, it's all credit goes to Jay. All credit goes to Coach Jay. He took a team of no cohesion, all brand new players, literally starting from the bottom. And it has now made them competitive into possibly going to that championship game. I know. I know. And like forward Madison has stumbled out of the blocks. I mean, they're, they had a loss, a draw and another loss. So they're not, I mean, I think all of us were kind of worried about backwards Madison coming into the season, but they had a huge loss today. Uh, And it's just like seeing that kind of gets that momentum and beating North Texas, that, that kind of momentum going into it, into the season. Kelly Pat, this is really exciting. And then we got a big game Wednesday. Like this, seeing this kind of stuff, that is really, really, really exciting. Well, I'll tell you what's really was exciting was seeing Luke Hosworth go- score a goal against his old club. Yeah, dude. They were talking about that on the broadcast because I was listening to a remote. They were like, when Luke Hosworth scores against his old club. And I was like, that's going to feel really good. Could you imagine scoring against your old club and just giving the middle finger to all your – it's like it's got to be like your ex-girlfriend. Just like scoring against your ex-girlfriend. Well, Luke, like, and, Luke and I were talking about this at 1912 tonight. Luke Opperman. They, Luke Opperman, correct. Okay. Not Luke Hosworth. Right. Although it would you be really awesome right after? if I got him right after. You know, I tried, but his phone was busy. I couldn't imagine why. Really? Wow. Huh. Really. Um, but, yeah. So, FC Tucson last year sacked their coach mm-hmm. and got rid of every single one of their players but one. I mean, they could have re-signed Luke. Yeah, they had every reason to sign Reese. He obviously, like, he obviously has the talent just, for this league too. Like he obviously has the talent. It's like that would not have been a bad rehire, like a resign. That would not be a bad resigning at all. And then, so then they decide to just go. You know what? We're just gonna completely start from scratch, start it from the bottom, and here we are, having a goal scored against us by our former player. I know that's got to be really embarrassing for them. The one thing I found interesting about. Uh, I, I did a lot of research for FC Tucson because I, so I had a little bit of free time on my hands today. They have this guy named Charlie Dennis on their team. They're number 10. I did some research about him. He's always been a midfielder, and they have him as their number one striker. I, I don't know. I, like, I, it just doesn't feel right. Maybe I'm wrong, and somebody's like listening to this right now, laughing at me and saying, oh, Pierce, you're such an idiot. Dennis is a great striker. He makes a lot of chances. They talked about this on the broadcast as well. He makes a lot of chances for the players around him. But it just doesn't – I don't know. He should be in that number 10 role down and not as the main striker and trying to create well, those chances instead of trying to finish. You. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask you. Did it specify where in the midfield he was? Like, yeah, was center attacking mid. Like, center attacking center mid. Attacking mid. That's yeah. probably why then they promoted him to that striker position. But every, as Still, everyone Still, it knows, feels wrong. It just feels wrong. It doesn't wrong. feel right. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. But no, I feel. But going to talking about Union Omaha, I feel like they starting Elma. Elma was a great start. I think he had a great game. I think his. I think they're starting to figure that out. And Boyce on the first game, Luke pointed this out after the first game. Boyce kind of wasn't a great fit for the first game. You could tell that they weren't really fitting in well together. But now that Boyce is in there and he's had a couple games under his feet. Boy, that midfield just dominates that possession. A lot well, of the ball was it. We had the ball a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. 
we completely dominated that game all 90 minutes. And if you were to look at that scoreline 2-1, it doesn't, it do doesn't justice. give justice to the yeah. game of what it was, you know. Um, but back, back to voice really fast. I'll be the first one to say he, he had a rough start. You know, they signed him four days or something before mm-hmm. our first game against New England Revolution. Yep. And you watch that New England Revolution game, and there was no cohesion going on. Well, I think you and I all. talked. I think you and I talked about it, and we're like, and he started the second game, and against North Texas, we talked about it at the bachelor party. Uh, why is this guy starting? Like I remember saying to that to you, I'm like, why is this guy starting? He kind of showed out. He felt. I mean, he's he's proven me wrong. Played a lot of minutes. He is- He's played a lot of minutes now, and now we've seen him in a position where he's taken over Tyler's role mm-hmm. and been more, you know, towards the back, but also giving JP and the rest of the midfield and attacking more attacking presence. And uh, I mean, like, I think Tyler David came on in the 77th minute. I'm looking at it right here. Came on in the 77th minute. He's so solid. I mean, we have this yeah. great interview with him and Elma coming up later out this week. Um, that we're all very excited for. Great guy. I mean, honestly, one of the great, best guys I've been able to talk to in the Union Omaha system. But in my opinion, nice, stable, kept it, kept it, and they got the three points. That's what matters. At the end of the day, that's what truly matters. They got those three points, went on the road, and now they have a tough game coming on Wednesday. Because I think, I mean, they go, I mean, to make that trip, to make that trip this Wednesday, that quick of a turnaround, it's gonna be a little. T- that's gonna be a little bit difficult. It's gonna be a little bit difficult. Well, shoot, they're staying the night in Tucson tonight. Mm-hmm. They're doing an all-day drive to Phoenix tomorrow. Getting on a flight to uh, Chattanooga, like, Charlotte. They're, yeah, they're. I mean, they're well, playing no, Char- they're going to Charlotte. Then they're driving to Chattanooga, <sighs> and then they're playing. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. We'll keep. We'll talk about. We'll talk about Chattanooga later this week, and we'll have Luke on as well. But I'm. We got those three points. That's all that matters. And we. That's st- all that matters. We, st- we talked with a lot of people, and the hope from the fans were: let's just get at least four out of this. Hey, we got the first three, and I. I don't know. I've watched a lot of League One games. Obviously, the most I've ever watched because I never watched League One before this year. They're pretty good. You know, it's pretty good. You know, they are not bad. <laughs> Can't confirm they are not bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Pat. It's just I, I feel like we're in a situation where we feel really positive. We're really hot. We're going into this next game against Chattanooga. We've got a lot of good mojo. We've got this mojo going, and especially in a shortened season with only 16 games, and we're three games in, and we're right on the precipice of being in the finals because there's well, only two teams. The important thing. I'm getting excited. Yeah, here's the important thing about this, Pierce. Okay. We're a game behind Greenville. I know, and we're only and we're three points. We're so if three we win... points behind, and we're only a game behind. I know. So we come in, we come in hot on Wednesday. If we can beat Chattanooga, and depending on our goal scored, we could be in first place. <sighs> don't even make me. Don't do this. Let me tell you something <laughs> about my life. All right, I'm gonna get deep with the podcaster. So every all the listeners, do do do. Right. Let's get deep. My my sports life is just an absolute joke. I've got nothing, right? I've got nothing to root for. All my teams stink. And I don't I can't handle excitement. I can't. I just flat out can't. So you, for you to tell me that there's a chance for us to be number 1 in the USL, give me a freaking break, dude. Give me a break. I can't I can't believe you. I'm sorry. I just can't. 
and I was a long time AC Milan fan, mm. and be, watching them be struggling in Serie A, just in Serie A alone yeah. for the last ten years, I never would have thought that Couldn't I would imagine. be rooting for a soccer team that is in the top two. Couldn't imagine. Couldn't imagine. Well, Pat, how did your owl props go, man? Man. You know what? The Owl props went good today. Um, again, did not expect Luke Hosworth scoring a goal. It's definitely going to have to evaluate for the Chattanooga game a little bit more. But okay. my man, Ethan Vanacore Decker, got, that got his goal. And he got his goal. Some people saw that you have a new jersey. I mean, who's on the back of your jersey? Have you talked about who's on the back of your jersey? No, and I feel like this is going to be a lot of controversy. Okay, um, why is so that? I just want to get this out of the way now. Oh, I'm back really of my jersey. Back of my jersey is Evan Conway. Ooh, why did you pick him? You know, I could first not goal. tell you. First, first goal was not planned, and I, he's on the back of my jersey and not Ethan Vandekordecker. Hmm. The reason, the reason for it at the time was that the club was completely out of the number seven. Hmm. And they had a couple of number ones left, but not a lot. Jeez. So at the time when I ordered it, I was like, okay, well, if they're completely out of the number seven, I might as well go for number 11. Nothing. Makes well, sense. then it turned out it, then it turned out that they were out of all numbers. <laughs> so I'm gonna when be... I ordered it, it was just, yeah, just a rough. So that's the controversy behind it. But Ethan Vanacore Decker, you're still my boy. Congratulations on finally getting on the score sheet. Can't wait to see more. A lot of people have commented, Pierce, stop laughing. Like, Pierce, stop laughing in the mic. Like, Pierce, stop laughing in the mic. I can't, I can't help it. When Pat talks, it just, it, I don't know why. I don't know why. It just makes me giggle like a little schoolgirl. Um, next game, Chattanooga, August 12th on Wednesday. It's going to be a quick turnaround for all of us. I mean, Pat and I are recording this at midnight 15. And if you know anything about me, I'm usually in bed by 10 15. So this is a lot. We're out here grinding for you guys, and it's awesome. But big games coming up. Chattanooga, we got to win in order to get to beat in Greenville. I'm feeling good, and I'm feeling like we're in a situation where if we can keep stacking these wins, keep that defense strong, keep the offense going, that midfield – I'd be hard-pressed to pick a midfield better than this one in the in the league. I'd be hard-pressed. I, gosh, this is so exciting. I'm, I'm just so excited, Pat. I'm so freaking excited. This has been something that Union Omaha fans have been waiting for for a very long time. Well, their but, very own club, not not only that, a winning club. I know Ben Turner t- tweeted it earlier today. He he said it perfectly. He goes, "I still haven't gotten over the fact that I'm watching my hometown team play the beautiful game." And he could have said it. He could have said it better. I, I I'm still. I, like, I couldn't have said it. I'm better. like I'm I'm watching a game. And I'm like, holy crap. That's Omaha on the field actually playing really well. That's just – it's great. I mean, it's really great. There's nothing better. Mm-hmm. Well, Pat, you know, it's not – we've got a long – we've got a quick turnaround. We've got a lot of content for you guys. We've got a podcast. We've got a blog. Uh, so make sure you Google who gives a hoop blog because I know Liam's going to have some stuff. I know we're going to have some videos coming out. We're going to have a lot of content for you guys. So make sure that you keep following who gives a hoop media stuff. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and uh, rate and review our podcast because that helps us out a ton. We really appreciate you guys. And who gives a hoop? We haven't done this in a while, Pat. We were, now that I think about it, we haven't done this in a while. Are you ready? It's just you. I am ready. It's, it's just you, me and you, so we can handle this, right? 
Yeah. All right. So. Who gives a who? We do. We do. <sighs> Pat. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was that was solid. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect.